0: Welcome to TAF Talks, a podcast from the modern law firm. In this ongoing series, TAF Talks Probate, Minneapolis private client partner Bob McLeod discusses hot topics and timely information surrounding private client litigation for trusts, wills, guardianships and conservatorships, and more.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Bob McLeod, and on today's episode of Taft Talks Probate, we're going to discuss what is a guardianship and what is a conservatorship. We're going to discuss the similarities and differences between these two important topics. So let's begin. In some states, they have both guardianships and conservatorships. The primary distinction is usually that a guardian is appointed for someone who is deemed quote-unquote incompetent, while a conservatorship is appointed for someone who lacks capacity. So let's break that down a little bit more. In some states, a guardian is appointed for someone whose capacity is so bad that they aren't able to meaningfully participate in their own decision-making. They are incompetent. That means they need the most amount of help. And so a guardian is appointed and has to make an awful lot of decisions on that person's behalf. Now, the guardian might be appointed for the person, and the guardian might be appointed for the estate or both. Now, it doesn't have to be the same person, the guardian of the person and the estate, but oftentimes it's the same. Now, the guardian of the person will make decisions regarding health care, where the person lives, uh, who they can visit with. They exercise supervisory authority over them and basically tries to make sure the day-to-day affairs of the person under guardianship is taken care of. Now, in the case of the money, a guardian of the estate is appointed. The guardian of the estate manages the money, collects the assets, accumulates the bills, pays the bills, negotiates settlements, sells real estate, maybe buys real estate, manages the investments, and everything else that a person does with their money. So a guardian of the person and a guardian of the estate is appointed for someone, who is deemed incompetent, and that is distinguishable from a conservatorship. A conservatorship is established when a person lacks capacity, but they're not incompetent. So they have maybe early Alzheimer's or other um, issues that interfere with their ability to fully participate in their decision-making, but they can participate in some of the decision-making for their day-to-day affairs. In that case, they are not deemed incompetent. They are deemed to lack capacity. And so a conservator is appointed. And just like in guardianship, a conservator is appointed for the person and a conservator is appointed for the estate. Now, very often, the powers granted a conservator are less than the powers granted to a guardian. Because the person subject to the conservatorship is able to provide more meaningful input into their day to day affairs. And so, very often, the conservator has somewhat more restricted powers than a guardian. Now, a couple quick thoughts about nomenclature. In the old days, someone under guardianship was called a ward, and someone under conservatorship was called a conservatee or protected person. But the law is trying to get away from labels like award or conservatee, and they're trying to be a little bit more descriptive. So someone under guardianship might now be described as a person subject to guardianship. And a person under conservatorship might be described as a person subject to conservatorship. So the nomenclature is changing a little bit over the years. And in the state of Minnesota, for example, we don't declare anyone to be incompetent anymore. We got rid of that definition about 20 years ago. Now, if a person is placed under guardianship, it's because they lack capacity. And so a guardian is appointed for the person who lacks capacity. And if someone lacks enough capacity that they need help with their finances, then we appoint a conservator. But in reality, in Minnesota, if someone is put under conservatorship, they're not actually declared to lack capacity. There's kind of a little separate test to determine whether a person needs a conservator in Minnesota, but it's not technically a determination of lack of capacity. So while other states might have a guardian of the person, conservator of the estate, and guardian of the estate and conservator of the person, all four categories, in Minnesota we just have a guardian of the person and a conservator of the estate. Now getting into the nuts and bolts of what a guardian and conservator does every day, day in and day out, and the types of things that make a guardian and conservator's life hard. We're going to be covering those things in future podcasts. So stay tuned.
0: Thank you for listening to Tap Talks. If you liked this episode, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date with The Modern Law Firm. This podcast provides general information related to the law. Taft Talks is not providing legal advice and does not establish an attorney-client relationship. The opinions expressed on Taft Talks belong to the individual attorneys on the program and do not necessarily reflect the firm's position. For questions and comments, please contact podcast at taftlaw.com. Additional information about Taft can be found at taftlaw.com.